Happy Star Wars Podcast Day. Hey, you too. <laughs> happy life. A merry, happy podcast day to you as well. Oh, thank you, Santa. <laughs> didn't know you represent this holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to let everybody know uh, today's episode is dedicated to the second annual Star Wars Podcast Day, uh, which is today, February 7th. This is a real thing, too. We're not just making this up. <laughs> this is a, a a new thing as of last year that a bunch of Star Wars podcasters out in the world just decided to uh, band together and celebrate February 7th because that is the day the very first Star Wars podcast was launched in 1999. Oh, yeah. Called Jedi Talk. <laughs> That's I great. Can't remember if they're still going or not. but That would uh, be massively impressive if they were. I don't think they are. Some say they're still talking. Yeah, still talking to this day. I think it was uh, just a, a few months before episode one was released. They came out. Good timing. I guess now, now we're also kind of in a resurgent of, of, of Star Wars in a sense, you know? Yeah. Just as they were back in 1990 with the, with the prequels coming out, we we're all of a sudden bombarded with all sorts of new shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're right. part of a larger universe out there full of many people with microphones all talking about the same universe. Yes. I think it's the fact that there are enough Star Wars podcasts out there for that to be a thing. <laughs> there's um, a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of Star Wars out yeah. there. That there are that many podcasts dedicated Shout to Shout out to all the other Star Wars podcasts. Yeah. yeah. So if uh, you're looking for some more podcasts, go on over to... Star Wars Podcast Day on Twitter. The link in the description. Yeah. We'll find some way to post it out there. But it'll point to a list of all the other exciting, wonderful world of Star Wars podcasts out there. So if you want to look for some, some new shows out there just to get you through the day, well, there you go. Yeah. And if you're just joining us, uh, this is a good time to hop in. We're just getting started on a new season of The Clone Wars, season four. Uh, or you can go back and jump in anywhere you want. You know, we've talked about a lot of Star Wars. Start at the very beginning. That's fine, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All you can go back to the very beginning, back when we had... Uh, questionable microphone quality. <laughs> Our show just keeps getting better and better. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, now on to your regularly scheduled Star Wars Total Rewatch podcast. Welcome back to Star Wars Total Rewatch. My name is Aaron. And I'm Cody. And we are jumping headfirst into season four, uh, diving in, you could say. Oh, that's right. We're going in the deep end. Yes. Any other uh, water metaphors you can think of? Because it's the water arc. Waterworld. Sadly, there's no Kevin Costner floating around. Who's that one guy <laughs> that's not in these episodes? Yeah, that that would get... that was Kevin Costner. He's the only person who's not in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's give a big uh, round of applause and thank you to our awesome new theme. Yeah, yeah. Listen to that theme. It's so great. I haven't heard it yet, uh, <laughs> but it it, it will, will be. be inserted in, and it will be amazing. Daniel likes to come up with new uh, variations on a theme 
of our podcast theme for each season, which uh, I am happy to I'm have. to find the, the tagline for this season. Because the last one was like Secrets Revealed or something like that. Secrets Revealed, yes. I'm not really sure where the taglines came from, but they are... They show up here and there on uh, lists of Clone Wars episodes, so it it must have been something to do with either the uh, advertisement for each season or maybe the DVD releases. Is it Battle Lines? Battle Lines. Great take. That fits perfectly for (laughs) what we've seen so far in this season. Indeed. Indeed. Well, first of all, this is the first episode entitled Water War. Uh, There's not a lot of rundown to give for this episode. It's uh, not real plot heavy, (laughs) especially in this first episode. It's mostly a big battle between the Mon Calamari and the Korans. With the Republic on the Mon Calamari side and the Separatists with the Quarren side. Right, so uh, that's why we're able to have Anakin and Padme as a senator is is also involved here. Uh, Ahsoka... And a bunch of clones and a bunch of aqua droids also down in the water fighting it out. Have you seen Aquaman? I have not. Okay. I got some similar vibes. Although there's no hair flying everywhere, except for Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto, yeah, sure. If you if Kit Fisto is a little bit of that uh, long-haired look. He's got those tentacles that wave in the water. Everybody's favorite smiling Jedi. But yeah, I don't know. Just similar giant underwater city and giant battle at the end with the screen full of stuff. (laughs) Is there a lot else to say about the plot? (laughs) My uh, feeling about this episode at the end was like, well, that was a big battle. That was pretty cool, but there's not a whole lot else going on there. Yeah, I guess there's some some small little other things, but it's a fun calamari. Yeah. Yeah, The only other time we um, saw this was in the uh, the Tartakovsky 2D Clone Wars. Oh, of course we did. That's right. Yeah, it's it's famously also had a Mon Calamari battle. It was similar to this, but there was a giant, what was it, was it a giant shrimp laser or something like that? Well, they were riding on top of those, like, those things, right? <laughs> yeah. I was waiting to see something like that show up here, but I don't think it did. I mean, we do get, like, cyborg jellyfish, so I guess that's something. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's something. It's something. Well, again, it's it's just, you know, a bunch of cool stuff. I think they're just like, hey, we're doing a water episode. What kind of water stuff can we put in it? And mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, like you were saying, the uh, there, there are other plot elements involved. The young calamari prince is uh, next in line for the throne, and the corn people are... A little unsure about that. They say, well, the king is always the calamari. We want one of our people to be king instead. And the previous king of Malkala was found murdered, assassinated in his quarters, presumably by a separatist. I don't remember if they ever... They don't find it out in this episode, but... We find out uh, toward the end of the arc. There's a separatist representative um, present who is basically uh, Dooku's general in charge of this area. And he is a shark man. Yeah. Riff Tamson. You may remember him as the shark man <laughs> from these episodes. <laughs> He's from Caracas. Okay, but also must be a water planet, right? It has to be. Yep, it is an aquatic planet in the Nilgard sector of the Outer Rim. And you're quick finding this stuff. But he is there um, supposedly as just an ambassador, right? But he's really... Um, 
kind of directing the action, trying to divide the Quarren and the Mon Calamari and get them fighting each other, right? Yeah, down with the Mon Calamari monarchy, yeah. But I mean, I get it. <laughs> it would, would kind of suck to have a monarchy where it's just a lineage and like your, your people are never represented, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you think the king is always a calamari, or is it like just the last few have been, and so these Corrin are like, uh, all the time, every time, these people, you know? It does seem to be a... Uh, Line of succession. Yeah, where it's like all within the family. Oh, hereditary monarchy. Yeah, where it's where it's just it's passed down from, you know, blood relatives and stuff. Yeah, I think it is. I think you're right, and maybe they will want to revisit that after this arc, because if it's only these two races as part of the kingdom, you might want to represent them both a little more equally. Yep. Yeah, this battle just goes back and forth, (laughs) and it just kind of does that for the next, like, three episodes. They start off the Quarren invade and the Mon Calamari are getting pushed back, Um, but then the Republic reinforcements, Kitfisto and the clones, show up, and they push back the Mon Calamari and Separatists, but then the Separatists get their giant um, cyborg jellyfish, and then they push back and take over and win at the end of this episode. Yeah, those things are enormous. Yeah. And we've seen them in um, the attack on Kamino, remember? Wait, no, is that the same thing? I, mean, I think I have a different... Uh, this, like, their launch ships, like the squid pods. Okay, that shows up in these episodes as well, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right those there. we saw in Kamino because they come up through the water to attack the city. But yeah, you're right. They also had these uh, jellyfish. There's a couple times where people fell out of the tube to their presumed depths deaths in the ocean below. Depths would work too, though, for yeah. the ocean. Which seemed odd to me why they didn't just swim swim up. Like these tubes <laughs> that are connecting everything. They swim between buildings or something, like skyways, but full of water. Mm. Or hamster tubes, I think, one of the behind-the-scenes... <laughs> Featurettes, I think oh, they great. called them hamster too. Here, here it is. Oh no, they fell. Uh, <laughs> they lost three guys and they're like, well, now what can we do? It's all over. We just have to wait now for reinforcements. Um, yeah, I didn't uh, get a chance to watch the featurette. I was a couple minutes in and I got the call. The Star Wars symbol flashed in the, <laughs> the sky above and I raced to my computer, donned my headset and plugged in my recording microphone and here I am. Being called. I must go podcast. No, that's fine. I've been trying to make a point of watching the behind the scenes. I wasn't doing that when we first started uh, doing Clone Wars episodes, but there's a lot of good stuff in those, and they're not very long. Oh, yeah. So I've been watching those uh, for most of these episodes now. You get to hear a lot of input from Filoni and company. Yes. That's very interesting. Um, there's a lot of good stuff that a lot of things that you don't quite think about until they like mention their thought process behind a lot of the stuff. It's good. That's very good. Would recommend if you haven't to just watch them sometime. It's fun to hear uh, how involved George Lucas was on all of this stuff. Like I know he was the executive producer, but he isn't credited as a writer or director mm-hmm. specifically on any of these episodes. So I, I sort of forget that he was as involved as he was, but. Dave Filoni is saying many times, and this was George's idea, and this was George's idea. Mm-hmm. And I think this was one of his ideas, too. Like, let's show these different planets. And... Oh, <laughs> we totally forgot to mention that uh, there's a character here who plays 
a very big part in the uh, later movies. Yes, yes, Captain Akbar. That's right. He has not quite made the rank of admiral yet, but it is Captain Akbar. And at one point, when the Corrin attack, he says, "It's an attack." <laughs> it's an attack. Take cover. Uh, yeah, yeah. So of course, Captain Akbar is a big part of this arc. I think I just forgot to mention him because uh, he's, he's just Captain Akbar. He's just nope, there. He's, he's just. He's just a given. Of course, Captain Akbar yeah. is part of the action. He's leading the troops. He's, he's charging forward and mm-hmm. rushing out mm-hmm. into the open. I never understand why they do it. Why they leave the nice cover that they had to go out and swim towards the enemy into the open water. They're being brave. I guess that's one way of putting it. Um, <laughs> uh, what what else to say? What else to say <laughs> other than it was a giant battle and the... Mon Calamari are forced to flee, or at least the um, the leadership is, mm-hmm. comprising of Admiral Akbar, the prince, uh, our Jedi, and Padme. You know, but they've got to they've got to uh, regroup and go on to fight another day because when destiny calls, the chosen have no choice. Exactly. You can't be screening destiny's calls if you're chosen. You uh, you. You got to pick up that phone. That's right. It's just gonna keep on ringing. Assuming that's referring to the prince, yeah, Prince Lichar of the Mon Calamari people. Yes, the young prince thrust into the leadership role when he's not quite ready, but he has to step up and become a man and learn to lead his troops to glorious victory. The classic, he's seen it a thousand times. Yeah. So yeah, that was our quick little uh, take here after watching. Season 4, Episode 1. So make sure you guys uh, tune in next week. Next week-ish. Next time. We'll just say next time. Next time, yeah. Tune in next time for the the next episode, which is titled Gungan Attack. Well, I wonder what that could well, be. The Gungans are going to attack. Apparently. Apparently the um, Gungans decide that they want to inhabit a new world, so they just invade Mon Calamari and take it over. <laughs> That's probably what happens, yes. But we'll find out for sure next time. Alright, well, we'll see you all on Star Wars Total Rewatch. Oh, and don't forget to uh, hit us up and like us or whatever on iTunes and review us. And you can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Rewatch. Yeah, and don't we have an email? And we have an email. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which is called totalrewatch at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. If you got some thoughts on an episode, eh, shoot them in. Why not? Love to, love to hear them. And you'll hear more from us next time. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Says Captain Akbar. Mm-hmm. That guy, he knows He knows this stuff. I bet you he's going he's gonna to be general someday, or maybe even admiral. Who knows? <laughs> Yep, sounds good. All right, bye.